from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, the best sales and marketing tips of your week in 15 minutes or less. And today we're going to be going a little beyond sales and marketing, talking about mindset. Well, and so motivation. much of sales is mindset and motivation. So yeah, it technically plays in. I'm kind of thrown off though. You didn't say your name. Oh, I'm you Josh. Didn't, you, didn't, you didn't say my name. I'm like, whoa. Ariel was making fun of me He's before Josh the podcast. Dyke, I'm Luke Acre. She was literally going through my intro because I'm so like yeah. script, not scripted, the but same, it's just, yeah. I get into the rhythm. I keep yeah. doing the same intro. Yeah. I am thinking about though the idea of of the silver dollars. I think like maybe we should have called them quarters because they're like they're they're a quarter of an hour. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, but around. the silver dollar comes from the golden nugget. Yeah, we've actually been our our golden nuggets. Our interviews are longer, but we have a survey out right now. And uh, we're getting some feedback that maybe you guys want shorter yeah. interviews. So if you Basically, haven't taken everything we're doing right now, cut out. Don't if do. you <laughs> haven't taken this, if you haven't taken our survey, go to statepaypodcast.com slash survey and let us know what you think as well, because some of the initial feedback has given us some really cool insight into how we can make the show better. But in terms of what we're talking about today, obviously motivation, look, we're halfway through the year. Yeah. You know, maybe that, that new polish of the new year has kind of worn off. Maybe you find your motivation slipping. Life's getting busy. Yeah. Summer vacations are coming up. We feel it right now in our own business. We've got all of these scheduling things and, and it, everything feels so stressful. Maybe you're kind of losing sight of your goal. Maybe you're starting to lose some of that motivation that you came into the new year with. So the question here that we're going to talk about today is going over some of the tips for how to find that motivation again and get back focused towards your goals. Yeah, that's uh, I think the key. And also, you know, I just a uh, sub point I would make is that most people only look at their goals one time a year. And the top, top people in any industry are constantly reflecting on their goals, constantly reevaluating. This is a perfect time because you're almost uh, technically halfway through the year. I think, uh, I don't know by the time this comes out, but uh, end of June would be technically halfway through the year. Yep. So where are you at towards your goals? And I think one of the keys to motivation is just that, is what is your ultimate why? And what is driving you to do what you do every single day? And the tangible tip that um, I would give to you, and this, I'm just going to use a 20-year vision um, as an example, but it could be a 10-year vision, could be a five-year vision, but sitting down and actually practically writing out, hey, where am I going to be at in 20 years? It was so funny. My wife and I celebrated our nine-year anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Made it nine years. Um, But we sat down and one of the things we were talking about when we were uh, talking over dinner was... Where do we see ourselves nine years from now? Because obviously we've had our first kid. There's so many things that have changed. But then walking through that process of eight kids, I don't think we'll have eight kids. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, that would be crazy. I don't know how my parents did it. But, But it's cool to sit down and go, hey, where do we want our relationship to be? Where do we want Evelyn, our kid to be? Where do we want to be in our wealth? Where do we want to be in our giving, like our charity? Where do we want to be in our health? All these different, I call them like major pillars. You sit down and and get specific of like, hey, there's major pillars in your life, like family, like relationships, like health, your career, all these different pillars. Sit down and write out, where do you want to see yourself in in 20 years? That not only is good to make you actually, what is it, you know, get clarity Mm -hmm. because the enemy 
of execution is complexity. So if you're not clear on your why, if you're not clear on where you want to be, you're not going to achieve anything. So sit down, write out your 20-year vision, 10-year, whatever you can think of that inspires you that on the mornings where you're not feeling it, the mornings where you have brain fog, you can look to that 20-year vision and go, okay, this is where I'm headed. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know where you're headed or you don't know what your destination is, you have no idea how to get there. So it's, it's... And it's dreaming. Like it doesn't have to be like, necessarily super realistic so often, it's, it's, it's like dreaming don't, they don't want to set the goal because like well how do i get there they don't yeah. even know the how yet yeah. versus like well that's not the important part right yeah. now the important part is where do you want to well be? like one of my goals is to own 500 uh rental units that's one of my goals now that's a, a lofty goal Rock. you say what you joined black yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of my well, i think they have hundreds of thousands well maybe <laughs> i don't know but um the but point being is like that is a huge goal. How am I exactly gonna get there? I don't know. Where right. are the rentals gonna be? That's I the don't beautiful know. Part. But that's one of my it's goals. The BHAG, yeah, the big hairy right. audacious goal. So then my my tip from there, the second one is gonna be to really set yourself up for success. So kind of playing off of what you were talking about, once you know where you want to be, you need to start breaking that down into daily manageable, actionable things that will help get you there where you can feel like you accomplished something that day that ultimately points you towards that mm. biggest goal. And I think one of the things you can do this with, whether it's business or life, you know, is to keep track. Something that I've done uh, very simply is just making sure that I have a to-do list every day. Now, I've done multiple different ways over the years. Um, I used to use what is called, I think I'm going to order another one of these because researching for this podcast actually got me re-motivated. So I love that. So there's a bonus tip. If you want to find your motivation, do podcasts, force yourself <laughs> to like do a presentation on how to find your motivation and you'll get motivated real quick. But it's like this idea of the action method. So this is um, put out by Scott Belsky. Uh, I think now it's with Behance. But anyway, it's a book. Uh, the whole book is kind of developed around this idea of whenever you're sitting in meetings or you're, or you're looking at your goals. And you're taking all these notes, you don't really have any action items. So like the right-hand page, right-hand side of the page is all dedicated to specific action items. And Mm. then your goal really each day is to make sure that you get those action items checked off. Also, a great way to take care of the little operational things that need to be done without losing focus on what you're trying to achieve. So spending your time and energy in the actual areas that you want to achieve then you're kind of letting this to-do list pile up. And then now today I use Microsoft to-do because we have um, Microsoft Office and it's all digital. But um, uh, keeping track of those operational things so I can stay focused on what I need to get done. And then at the end of the day, I can just go through, okay, what do I need to take care of for everybody else? So that's really, I think, the most important thing there is making sure you're staying staying focused on your goal and then breaking it down so you feel like you actually accomplished something that day. There's so much in the psychology of motivation that achieving a little task, like I posted on my Instagram yesterday, like I mentally feel so much better after I've gone to the gym. And I think so much of that, I physically feel more tired and exhausted and all this stuff, but mentally I feel so much better. It's because you've accomplished something. I think it was Ed Milet that said, look, you know, you want to know how you build your confidence is you keep the promises that you made to yourself, right? So in simply executing and doing little things that are on your to-do list. Hey, I need to do X. I need to do Y. I need to do Z. When you cross those off, like you've done them, you've actually, you're actually building your confidence. That's why your first to-do is always make a to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> so you just check it off right away. The simplicity of a to-do list is, <laughs> All right, number is three. amazing. Okay. Uh, number three tip for motivation. This is really like almost like bigger than just one tip, but it's daily. You have to feed your body, mind, and spirit. You said something on a podcast the other day about your creativity, if you want to be creative, if you want to be able to put out content, you have to consume mm-hmm. content. And I thought that was so powerful. And I actually shared after the podcast that, man, I've been in a dry uh, spout of 
motivation for content creation. And I look and I go, well, it's really because my intake of content has been down. My intake of what I've been feeding myself is down. And so you got to feed your body, mind, and spirit daily. And you need to look at what I call are the main pillars of what affects who you are. If you want to know who you are, you got to look at what books you're reading. You got to look at what TV shows or YouTube videos, whatever it is that you're watching. You got to look at what you're listening to, both music, podcasting, all that stuff. And then look at who you're hanging around. And I should add a, a fifth, really. It's look at what you're eating. Yeah. And I have been into this kind of looking because of my health and trying to be more you know, motivated on my health is looking at how much eating affects who you are. But anyways, look at those things. What you're consuming every single day, when you get down, I always consider it like the bank account. You're going to go to that bank account. You're going to try to make a withdrawal. And what you can withdraw there is going to be directly correlated to what you have consumed. And if you're consuming crap, and we all know what crap is, and you're not investing in your body, mind, and spirit in those main pillars, that's where your motivation, that's the first place to start is what you're reading, what you're looking at, what you're listening to, who you're hanging around. I had a similar one too in terms of like reading something that's self-development focused or reading about someone who you really admire, like reading a biography or a story about greatness. Um, will naturally just make you, uh, it elevate. It's that dopamine effect that then makes yep. you want to go out and achieve. So my number uh, number four, my tip is similar along the same lines, kind of kind of going off of that in terms of what you're putting in your body, but it's like exercising or, because I'll add this caveat in, either exercise, you said whenever you exercise, you just feel good, you feel oh, ready, yeah. you feel pumped, or learn something new. So if like you're already exercising, oh, um, or if that's something that you just, you, I shouldn't say you can't bring yourself to do, because that's going to be one of our tips is not to say can't, but also learning something new. You know, science has proven that whenever you learn something new, it actually has a positive impact on your brain. You're exercising your brain, which helps you improve cognitive functions like concentration, attention to detail, memory recall, and problem solving, mm. right? So all of these things that go into, well, how do I accomplish my ultimate goal? Well, you've got to get creative. You've got to solve problems, but you also need to keep focused on that goal. So Pick up a new hobby, pour some time, dedicate some time into learning the guitar. I don't know, learning to knit, whatever it is. Yes, learning to knit. That makes you feel good for accomplishing something. And then you are naturally going to want to translate that into the other areas of your life, including those goals that you want to achieve. Adding on with exercising, if you're not, because this is something that I've stopped doing and I need to get back into it. I keep having these little spurts where I'll go into it for a week and then I'll stop doing it. Man, you just, you, when you exercise, your mind races and you're just like, okay, what else can I get done? What else can I get done? You're just pumped yep. full of adrenaline. And so like getting back into that, if you're, if you're, if you're like me and you've fallen out of it. Yeah. Exercise for me is great because it's good me time. Want to hear something crazy about knitting? I do. Right. So I was listening I was to that a, this morning. Yeah, I woke speak, up this morning. It's like, <laughs> speaking of listening to podcasts and what you're consuming, I was listening to a podcast and it was a psychiatrist that studies the brain. And it's like, I, he's more than just a psychiatrist, but he's like a brain expert. And the people who live the longest are people who play games like ping pong oh, yeah. uh, or do like tennis, stuff like that, where it's the high hand eye coordination. And he said, people that like knit, people wow. who knit the, the healthiness of their brain, the brain scans that they've done. There's something about the hand eye coordination was really, really interesting. And he was making the comparison that the people who play football, soccer, these traumatic, you know, sports that you hit your head on stuff and everything like that, they live the shortest. So there's your fact of the day on knitting. Low risk of concussion with knitting. (laughs) Put that in the pro column. All right, number five, Luke. Okay, number five. So one of the things about motivation 
And especially when you wake up and you're like, okay, I'm not motivated. I don't know what to do. One of the greatest things for me in my own life has been the idea of giving back. So if you want to have motivation in your life, one of the ways to really get that is to give back to others and show up for others. It can really, really motivate you. Not only that, it's proven that it's better for people. They get more fulfillment out of giving to others than they do receiving. I mean, think about yourself. Do you get more joy out of the gift you receive or the gift you give? Mm. And so when you wake up and you realize, hey, I got to show up today for others, that will motivate you. So find some things in your life where you can give back, people you can give back to um, or organizations you can give back to. And this goes back to your why. Make your business a business of purpose, not just a business that's transactional. And that will fuel your motivation. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where it's like you almost become accountable to somebody else mm-hmm. whenever you're whenever you're in that. You, yeah. Like mentally, you become accountable. And you don't want to others. let them down. Yeah. So it naturally motivates you. All right, number six is to replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts. So this was something that I experienced recently when reading. I actually read Rich Dad, Poor Dad for the first time. I can't believe this is one of those books you hear all the time. That's the Kiyosaki book. Yeah, right? people yeah. talk about and you know on their top books of all time. And uh, so I, I read it a couple months ago and I thought one of the most powerful things that he speaks about in that book is this idea of replacing the word I can't with how can I. So, well, I can't be rich or I can't make this money or I can't afford it is kind of the biggest, um, mm-hmm. the biggest example there. It's like, stop saying I can't and start saying, how can I afford it? And that will automatically mm-hmm. switch your brain to get creative, get resourceful and go into that problem solving mode. And you can do this with any of your goals. The idea of wanting to own 500 rental properties I think a lot of people would sit there and say, I can, I could never own a yeah. 500. I, have, I don't even have one. I don't even know where to begin. It's a great point. Well, once you say, no, I want to own 500 rental properties, the next question to set you on the positive path towards that motivation is, how can I get one rental property? Mm-hmm. And then from there, how can I get a second? And like going back to the books, the resources, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a great place to start when it comes to that because it's all about building assets and walks through a lot of that stuff. But just being very aware of your negative thoughts. And it's it's a lot to ask someone who's not motivated to be aware of negative thoughts, right? You kind of almost have to get into a positive or motivated mindset to even get there. But the constant reminder of, am I looking at this from an I can't or am I looking at this from a how can I standpoint? It's uh, and not to be funny just because we have the take action sign behind us, but every really successful person that we tend to interview has a similar trait in their personality where they naturally kind of go there. They just hmm. do. And a lot of times, like you can tell it in their personality. They just don't overthink or overanalyze. They just take action and they just do. Ed Milet, I love Ed Milet if you're looking for content to consume. One of the things he said about really, really successful people is that really, really successful people, they buy upon value or buy upon worth versus doing things by price. And I think a lot of us do things like I can't because I can't afford it or I can't because I don't know how or something like that. He uses the analogy of like, think about it. When you go into a store, he goes, are you going, how much is it? How much is it? How much is it? How much is it? On the items that you're looking or are you going, what type of value is this going to bring me? And he was saying rich people are successful people. I shouldn't say rich people, but successful people most of the time will buy based upon the value that that item brings them, not because of a, of a price of it. I love that. All right. Number seven, last one. Okay. Last one. So another way that I get motivated. So, you know, you have these things like doing your why, your things of feeding your body, mind, and spirit, giving back, but also having a peer group, a coach, a mentor that is insanely critical 
to keep you motivated. I'm a firm believer you weren't meant to go through life alone. I don't think we were made to be hermits. I think we are relational people. Mm -hmm. And so you need to be around others who can lift you up. And the key here is obviously to get around people who are where you want to be or get a mentor who's done what you have that you want to do. And that's really, really helped me in my years where I've been down and out. I can at least call them or they can reach out to me. If you set up an accountability structure, it's really, really helped me. And it keeps you focused. Like one of my mentors is actually the, so I have a couple of mentors, but one of my mentors is actually the pastor in my church. And one of the reasons why I chose him is because he's actually a business guy himself. So he has an architecture and engineering firm. He has like 60 employees, three or four different offices, but it, it helps align me, him specifically in the pillar of my life of faith and business. Like how do you be successful in business, but still be you know, someone who's aligned in their faith and he's accomplished that. And that's what drew me to his church. So there's different mentors for different aspects of your life, but having someone, then I have a peer group in YPO where we meet once a month with about, uh, it's now nine other people or 10 other people uh, where we meet four hours once a month, masterminding. And I'm telling you, most of the stuff we cover is very personal stuff mm-hmm. about what's going on in my life. Like what happened the last 30 days, where are the, the best things, the bottom 5%, the top 5%, and everybody goes around and we help each other in those areas. These things are good resets to keep me motivated and yeah. keep me going. It's, I look at it as positive peer pressure, right? So we know peer pressure works obviously on the negative side, but also like intentional positive peer pressure hanging around those people that are accomplishing or where you want to be. Yeah. All right, there you go. There are our seven tips for helping you find your motivation going into the second half here of 2021. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode to support the show. We'd love it if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and then share this episode with a friend. If you've got someone yes, in your life you know that you need- uh, That would motivate Josh and that I. Would, if you, know you share it, if you five-star review it, that will motivate That'll us. That'll motivate us. Uh, <laughs> we should have put that in the list. You know, getting extra. <laughs> Number uh, eight, complete. share, stay paid. <laughs> Did you guys hear about the kidnapping at the elementary school, though? No. It's okay. He woke up. <laughs> That's, this is live, baby. This is how it happens. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at ReminderMe.com. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram. Ariel's still dead. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acre. Action item from this is, look, motivation is one of the key things to help you keep going. Remember, you're not going to feel it every single day. That's why you need to put things in your life, technical or or habits in your life that help fuel the motivation, because some days you're going to feel more motivated than other days. Some days you're going to feel more up. Some days you're going to feel more down. So apply one of these tips. Each of these are really, really good. Apply one of these tips. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers hear this list and they actually apply something. Mediocre producers, they listen to this and they say, that's good. And then they forget about it. Don't be a mediocre producer. Take action on this today. 